0: You okay? Oh, some damn enchiladas.
1: Oh. You gonna be all right? <coughs>
0: Well, 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 we made it back. We're here. We're doing it. That's right. It's it's them damn enchiladas. The podcast recording on October 16th, 2023. My name is Adam Griffin. I am here with Rob Christie, Mark Warren. Uh, shout out to Carlos Rivera, who's not with us, but so he's holding down. And uh, we're, we're uh, looking forward to the day where he can come back and uh, join us on the show. So we got you, Carlos we got it from here so uh, this week we're here to finally uh, talk about three movies that I you know I might have might have put a lot on us um, for this one Uh, expectations might have been a little bit high Um, uh, three movies I picked were uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre no space in Chainsaw 2022 Hellraiser 2022 and Prey 2022 Uh, Texas chain No Space Saw Massacre is on Netflix Hellraiser and Prey on Hulu and uh, to kick things off I'm gonna start with that Netflix movie that's right it went straight to Netflix there's a Netflix exclusive it is the Texas Chainsaw Massacre No Space and Chainsaw 2022 and rob uh, i would like to start with an apology (laughs) (laughs) why uh why is that i I would like to apologize for asking you and mark and carlos to watch this film because um uh, i was not expecting uh, uh the general presentation of the film uh i i I don't know about you, I don't know about Mark, I don't know about anybody else, but I did like special effects. I thought the special effects were great. Um, uh, uh, the presentation of the story to get to those wonderful special effects.
1: Mm.
0: Not, not, not my cup of tea. Then again, I'm an old man. Um, so certain things, uh, uh, certain tonal decisions in a movie Uh, that may be suited for a more modern crowd aren't really things I can pick up on these days, you know. Are you saying
2: that maybe uh, this movie wasn't for us?
0: Yes. 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 I I don't think this movie was for us. Uh, I do think if it was for somebody, (laughs) I haven't met that person yet. Um... Uh, Go go, I'm
2: I'm real happy I don't know anybody like most of the people in this movie because I'm i I'm trying to be somewhat kind a little bit so I'm going to stick with words like uh, insufferable and things of that nature because good God I could say much worse things but uh yeah just um I I have to I don't really respect this movie enough to approach it like uh, from a from a beginning to the end type of thing. I'm going to jump right to both one of my favorite and least favorite scenes. The
0: bus. The, <laughs> the bus. The bus. Uh the bus puts the massacre <laughs> in sure. Texas no chain no fuck it Texas chainsaw <laughs> massacre. <laughs> boy did it. Let, let and, me uh, let, let me back up and explain this space no space garbage here, real quick. <laughs> um, uh, when when the video game came out, it used the original title scene on the the poster for the first movie that came out in 1973, uh, chainsaw with the space, the Texas chainsaw massacre. And you know it got meme to hell and back. Uh, right up there with Evil Dies Tonight. There's no space. Why no space? Well, I got to thinking, unfortunately, and I figured out why there's uh, there's a space there. So you actually have to break it down into the words that are on the poster. The Texas Chain Saw Massacre. So let's take the first bit of that. The Texas Chain, right? What is that describing? in the movie that would be describing the chain of slaughterhouses. that are now being industrialized and you're removing human workers from the equation and going to a more automated machine-based deal, right? You're taking the humanity out. Mm -hmm. Um, what happens when people lose their jobs? Uh, Uh, they get a little addled, they get a little riled up. They have to go to new lines of work. And some of them may or may not take up, uh, uh, um, uh, uh, less than favorable positions in society and perhaps uh, slot themselves in the guise of a family that would, uh, due to the uh, various changes in their lives, uh, take a dark path and uh, perhaps commit uh, through uh, one large fellow wielding a chainsaw, a saw massacre due to what has happened to the texas chain therefore it is now the texas chain saw a massacre
2: yeah that makes sense i uh, i'm not going to lie to you i put no thought into that whatsoever <laughs> i just figured it was just some affectation of whoever was like doing poster designs they just decided that should have a space
0: oh oh nobody probably gives a shit i'm probably wrong so what
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even if you are wrong, at least, you know, you put some thought into it, you know, you, you, you if you are wrong, you crafted an interesting story around it instead of it just being, oh, shit, I put a space there when I didn't mean to, and it made it into the final design.
0: Well, it gets weirder. Okay. But then you got Texas Chainsaw Massacre. One word. Chainsaw. One word. Right. Mm-hmm. That is the mainstream of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's the sensationalized perspective on the events in the original film.
2: So so the removal of the space is I'm not gonna say low key, just straight up removal of the social commentary actually perhaps meant to be contained in the title.
0: That's right. Yes. See? 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 We're on to something here. Fun all little right. show. <laughs> <laughs> and when you get to the Main Street thing, you got to have wild things happen, which means what better place than to have a chainsaw massacre than on a bus?
2: Than on a bus, hell on yeah. On a
0: bus full of annoying influences. Now, all right, so... <clears throat> one of my gripes about movies in general and when we talk about movies and when we discuss these things is when people go well that that wouldn't happen in real life like fuck it wouldn't like like people people don't (laughs) people don't talk like that in real life well yes no shit a lot of this shit that we do is fake (laughs) a
1: lot of this is whoa, whoa 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 whoa
2: You are not sitting here saying that influencers are all inherently full of shit. Oh, come on.
0: Some people, some people do have altruistic qualities. Um, uh, 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 but there, there's a performance level (laughs) to the social moorings, um, that fries my brain, (laughs) especially when it comes to, uh, uh, presentation of influencers in fiction because oh shit um, uh, 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 this entire cast uh, nails the unlikability to the point that it damn near tanks the entire movie if not tanks it outright. It, it, you're not su-
2: I'm sorry I have to say this you're not supposed to be rooting for the for the killer. <laughs> And I was rooting for the killer the whole from jump the whole fucking movie.
0: Yeah, and and that's yeah, and I mean they they uh, they stacked the deck on 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 the uh, protagonist when again you know protagonist doesn't necessarily mean good characters. Mm-hmm. It's just the point of view characters that we have to be behind. They stack the deck against the protagonist, um, and they uh, they try to swing it back in the house when she's like, I don't have a problem with, with you people. She doesn't say you people, but I'm not going to say that stuff on, on the, on the podcast. Cause I know better. Cause, but, uh, she's like, I don't have a problem with, with you. It's just your people. And it's like, "Oh shit, like too late. Cause we don't like them.
2: <laughs> I, uh, part of me wanted to think that, uh, when you say you people she just meant like internet influencers I know that's not what she's saying (laughs) because that's not what she says but god damn just it's
0: just rough it's rough it's a shame too Uh,
2: when you can't like any character in a horror movie it's like I'm, I'm not gonna say that makes it bad I am gonna say it makes it really hard to enjoy
0: yeah yeah and and part of it I think all right so leatherface Bubba whatever you want to call him consent uh considering there is kind of a nod to there being various different versions of the leatherface character throughout the franchise so leatherface in the first one Bubba and second one you have the third one fourth one uh the Platinum Dunes movies the uh prequel movie, uh, Texas Chainsaw 3D, which is the direct sequel to the first movie, but it's the mainstream version of it because it's no space. All these different versions, but the 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 uh, face wearing big brute with the chainsaw is the iconic vision, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The family's kind of lost the way to and I, I think that uh, this movie is missing. The family component. I mean, the tagline from part two is the saw is family. Okay. You need the family too, not just the saw. Right.
2: Yep. And that this movie is just the saw. Yeah. <laughs> not much else.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. It, it's a damn shame. Um, cause yeah, uh, the leather face in this movie is really good. Um, the effects are great. Like I said, it's just, uh, I've never seen a more instantly dated modern movie than probably the emoji movie. Now, I haven't even seen the emoji movie. So.
1: The emoji.
2: <laughs> I did not think that was going to make an appearance today. Hey, Amen. <laughs> <laughs> a lot going on. <laughs>
1: True.
2: Uh, yeah. Uh, and the. I'm not going to say the worst part. There, there was lots of worst parts. But uh just consider the ending of this movie. It's like, all right, you still got you've still got Leatherface, you still got the saw and that's like what the hell are they going to do from there? Cuz they it, the way that ended, they obviously would like to keep doing something with it, but yeah. I almost hope they're not allowed to. <laughs> everyone deserves a second chance. Maybe they deserve a second chance at uh, trying to revive this property, but considering what they did with their first chance, I'm not sure they do.
0: Yeah. Um, When when the big hero moment goes to the character that everyone hates, Mm -hmm. I'm talking about the Saw uppercut. The Saw uppercut of triumph that went to the wrong character that went to the character that's mouthing off at some dude she don't even know in the first three minutes of the movie trying to say some pithy shit. You messed up.
2: Especially when that character uh, fucking catches it immediate, almost immediately afterwards. It's well, like, I mean, Man, that,
0: why? Yeah, I mean, that's the <laughs> stinger, right? That's the horror movie stinger. Oh, they got away. Nope.
2: Getting out of here. Did either of them get away? Was that yeah, car
0: on autopilot? That car on autopilot. Okay. Yeah. So it's a, it's a great little nod to uh <laughs> to the, the endings in the first movie. Oh my god! Like yeah. So nice touches in it, but um, damn, damn. If they you know like if if that bus massacre was in Texas Chainsaw 3D, that movie would be a classic. So, if they can go from there and and build a family around Leatherface from there, and do the better parts of presentation from this movie, I do think th- this franchise is uh, salvageable. Yeah, you know?
1: and I hope
2: it is. You know, yeah. Leatherface, like you said, uh, pretty iconic. I don't want to see that character just disappear into into you know. A mediocre film at best uh you know pa- the, the, that passing of that movie just I don't have much good to say about it special yeah. effects were good uh leather was good other than that it's like it's... one of the one of the rare instances where I'm a little reluctant to recommend people watch it
0: yeah like yeah, even I would say you skip the bus massacre, but I don't like people skipping through movies. Like, okay, you want to watch the whole <laughs> thing or not? So, you know, it's 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 unfortunate. Um, Mark, is there any? <laughs> do you have? Is there any inkling of you ever wanting to watch this movie just to see how bad it is? Now that we kind of tore it apart.
3: Not really. I, I don't really make time to do that with movies anymore. There's so much stuff I want to watch that, that, you know, I want to watch for good reasons. I just yeah. don't really make time for the bad stuff anymore. Um, the only the only thing that really came to mind out of y'all's discussion, um, and I, I'm trying to think of specific examples of this, but I feel like I've noticed it more with with some horror movies lately do y'all think it's it's like a cheat to make like all the victims unlikable like that like are are we supposed to be rooting for the for the like the, the villain or the killer like in those scenarios like what what's the goal in the in those scenarios
0: uh i, I do think it's a bit of a cheat to make everybody unlikable um i mean horror movies are uh just a skewed perspective on life itself right and the goal is survival and you have to root for survival you need good protagonists to do that um and i mean even even in this the likable survivor is bogged down by everybody else around them uh, to the point where their good qualities don't really come through as much. Or, when they do have heroic moments, they're played for a laugh. Uh, specifically, when when they pick up a gun and they're going to shoot Leatherface, they know they did not figure out uh, how to get it loaded. And it's like, it's a darkly, it's a dark beat that um, with a better narrative handle of things, you would feel dread for that character instead of, Oh, she deserves it because she's with these idiots. So
2: I I agree. It is kind of a cheat, but like you said, that you've got to, you, you've got to have some bright spots in there for people to kind of latch onto. And they're just, there weren't any, (laughs) just no. I don't by the end of the day I'm like go ahead and kill all the cast. I don't I don't care. <laughs> Let leatherface triumph. Which uh I would argue in the end he does. <laughs> yeah,
0: he does. He, he gets to go back home. Yep. <laughs> uh, and which reminds me. <laughs> um I have never seen probably not since no. Yeah, yeah, let's go with. It. I've never seen a movie completely take a hot-stinking duke on a uh returning franchise character than what this movie does to Sally Hardesty.
2: Yeah, they did they did her dirty.
0: <laughs> um uh what what a misfire. What a waste of waste of a, of a character return
1: uh.
2: if if they really wanted to do that to that character, she should have been the one who gets the the hero moment and then imi- and then you know shortly afterwards just gets murked then yeah. you have you have the other two protagonists you know running away as she told them to. And they can, you can then bring them back later to try to, you know, try to write that wrong. But no, they but, they didn't want to go that route.
0: Yeah, and, and those two, as presented in that movie, wouldn't write that wrong in the first place.
2: One of them might have. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's a, but damn okay. shame, damn yeah, shame. Uh, yeah, I think if I if I talk about this movie anymore, just it'll just be depressing. And I won't do that. Let's talk about. I don't want to be depressing about this movie I didn't like. Let's talk about uh, a very dark and twisted movie called Hellraiser.
2: (laughs) You solved the box.
0: Hellraiser 2022 now on Hulu. Uh, um, uh, It's called a reboot. I don't care. No, it's just a new story. Yeah. With the new Hell Priest, which is actually the character's actual title pen has just a nickname that got caught on for all the wrong reasons, because we destroy everything that we like.
2: Are you suggesting that uh as an audience we tend to oversimplify things in a way that's detrimental to the material?
0: Yes, Rob. No. <laughs> kind of, kind we would
2: never. <laughs> that's why all video games are something else likes now. Sorry, I don't want to get in that discussion either. Actually,
0: <laughs> Hellraiser twenty twenty two story about people doing shit they shouldn't have yet again.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> hey Rob, what would you think of this one?
2: I liked this one a lot. Uh, I thought it was I thought it was real well done. I liked all the effects. I liked all the makeup. Uh, some of the <laughs> the kills were appropriately brutal, in my opinion. And uh, also some of the things that were not kills that were building up to be kills, and then they're like, nope, 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 stop. Someone did the thing, you gotta stop what you're doing, because now you have to go uh, grant somebody their fondest wish. <laughs> that's unfortunate, uh, you know, that's a that's a hell of a monkey's paw they're presenting with, uh, with each of those seven possibilities.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, um the, the back story and world building I refuse to call this shit lore because I'm old and I don't understand it that's become the big buzzword <laughs> um, phenomenal um, uh, just, a, just a phenomenal overarching story that they were able to create um, there are literally levels to the entire presentation of the movie and it's fantastic to see play out um, think Jamie Clayton as the Hell Priest. One of my best uh, favorite performances that I saw last year, just for how creepy it is. Uh, it's a combination of, of of makeup and character work. Just absolutely yeah, it- phenomenal
1: it
2: feels like that would have been a role that would have been very easy to let go over the top. And they never, they never did that. They actually just kept it. It's like, yes, this is like you said, creepy as shit, but it never, it was never allowed to be, to become uh even slightly comedic. Yeah. And it just, I, I think it would have been very easy to be like, nah, go ahead. Just go fucking go ham. And they're like, no, nope, no nope. tone it down. It's better that way. And it, Yes, absolutely was. A uh, question.
0: Sure.
2: I have seen the first Hellraiser movie and none of the other ones. Okay. Did any of the other movies prior to this one go that deep into the lore? Sorry, the uh <laughs> history of the box and why it was there and what it was actually supposed to be doing.
0: Uh, Yeah, the first four are great. Uh, deep dive into everything. Once they all go to direct a video, it gets a little murky. Fair.
2: Was it ever not a box in a previous movie?
0: Uh, w- well the construction of it does change shape. Um it's it can be presented in many different forms. Okay.
2: That makes sense, actually, considering what it's trying to do.
0: (laughs) So the box Uh, is always present, but there's other different ways it shows up.
2: Also, you could you could sell me uh, the puzzle box from Hellraiser as a as like a a display piece fairly (laughs) easily because that thing's fucking rad.
3: (laughs) Which I think you just answered your, your question on, is it always around? Yeah, that's why. <laughs> yeah, that's
1: true.
2: I would be part of the problem here. Yep. Like, yeah, wait what? What can I get from this? Can I yeah, stab I, seven people <laughs> I really don't like? Bet. Yeah, you don't give me the the puzzle <clears throat> box. Just, just don't.
0: But yeah, it's a, the only thing that kind of. I think the, the twist was a little misplaced. There's a little bit of repetition there when we have a big reveal and some stuff happens. Um, but the final fate of a certain character is fantastic.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: It's like, hey, this le- this could lead to to more things in the future. Pretty, in fact. The way the movie ends, I mean, uh really the way I mean the way the first movie ends, the box still exists. There's still, you know, the hell priest just waiting to do their duty. It's not like they got rid of him. They just said, no, take this motherfucker and go. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, when uh when she pronounces the prize that was chosen at the end though, it's like, oh my
0: God. Yep. Yep. It's like, oh, he doesn't get it. Oh. <laughs> Be careful what you wish for, quite he literally. Got, I mean, he got something.
2: <laughs> and then when it when uh when the hell priest tells the protagonist what they've chosen, and uh I, I can't remember the goddamn which one it was now. But basically she just uh she chose uh was it pain? Not pain, uh, shit. not gonna remember it now.
0: Uh, it was L- lament,
2: lament, and that is, mm. yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, yes, like that's the best. I hate to say it, that's the best possible choice that she could have made, yeah, because to choose resurrection, she wasn't gonna get it, mm-hmm. wasn't gonna actually get back what she thought she might get back, so she, yeah. and she was smart enough to figure that out, so she just. Said, yeah, I'm gonna take the one that leaves me in fucking misery, but I'll, you know, I'll live with that. Yeah. It's like,
1: damn. Yeah,
0: yeah. Just what, what a wonderful movie. Um, if that had been in theaters, shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah would have been. Would have been great.
2: Like movies between 2020 and 2022, it's like it. I genuinely wonder how much how much better some of them would have done if they'd actually been allowed to have theatrical theatrical releases. And it's like, that's a fucking shame, especially in this case, because what a, what a great take. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: Mark, any, any thoughts on uh, Hellraiser, anything that stood out to you as far as what we were talking about?
3: Let's just say that you've seen the original and you like the idea and the characters, and maybe you've watched it within the last year, and it still just doesn't quite do it for you. How do you think this new one? Do you think it's like an improvement on the original as far as how it approaches the, you know, the material? Is that a fair question to ask? Um, yeah. I'm the person in question here. Yeah. I've watched that movie in the last <laughs> year. I'm the friend. It's me.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, no i I do think I think it's a better presentation of of this world that they all inhabit. Um, there's a moment where it briefly turns into a siege movie, which is fantastic um it's very deliberate in how it doles out the information um uh and it's not it's not contingent on the first movie at all so it's just a brand new uh presentation of all these themes within this kind of universe
2: and uh, just while we're talking about let's talk about the literal presentation which is fantastic yeah. it it looks great the effects are all. <laughs> I'm just thinking about somebody losing, losing, losing parts of himself towards the end of that movie. I was like, "Oh God!" Yeah. The noises, the sound yeah. effects, sound, sound
1: design—it's
2: really good, but Jesus, it hurts. <laughs> it
0: <still> hurts. <laughs> yeah, I watched it. I watched it like I watched it at three in the morning.
1: With headphones on, <laughs> those were both
2: excellent choices.
3: <laughs> yeah. Sleeping soundtrack.
1: That's right. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. It's a fantastic movie. I hope. I hope it gets a physical release. Uh, because the next movie that we're talking about just recently got released on Bl- Blu- Blu-ray and 4K. Yeah. That's right. We're talking about Prey. Um, it would have been a surprise predator movie until it leaked out, which is why leaks are bad. I keep telling people leaks are bad, leaks are horrible. Uh, let's get more surprises in there. Let's be surprises. Let other people be surprised. It's fantastic uh, when this stuff works like that. But uh, we knew it was a predator movie. We just didn't know how good it was. Uh, uh, right up there with the original, if not better. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> I'll also say that. Uh, Mark, uh, I believe you did get a chance to see Prey.
3: I have seen it. I watched it in the um, Comanche language version. Because I had a friend who had seen this, and um, it was kind of like, eh, it's, why are they all talking to each other in English? Like, I didn't like it that much like all right well I, I anytime they offer kind of like an alternative version like that I, I tend to watch it that way anyway uh, Shout out to the Noir version of Logan which yeah. I've mentioned on this podcast before. Um, yeah I, I love this movie. This was so good.
2: I haven't watched the uh, the Comanche language track version of this yet. I don't think it bothers me quite so much when movies like this are presented in in English, even though it makes very little sense that that's what they would speak. That's just, I think my my brain finally reached a point where it just chalked that up to, okay, this is a marketability decision and that's all it is. Yeah. Even though, um, and uh, like you said, Mark, when they release the alternate versions like this you kind of get the feeling that's how the pe- maybe anyway, I don't want to pretend to be a mind reader, but how the people that made the movie uh, thought it should be presented like that was, that was in their minds, you know, you take away all the other, all the other aspects. That's how they would have preferred to present the movie to everybody <laughs> as opposed to having to put in to, uh, to do an English track.
3: Which I think there's an interesting discussion there that, even Adam was touching on too the fact that this was supposed to be a secret. Um, you know, not. Um, I, I'm a fan of this director's work. Uh, Dan Trachtenberg um, also did uh, Ten Cloverfield Lane uh, and a really creepy episode of Black Mirror with uh, Kurt Russell's son. Like the, I read that his his thought was like to not promote this as at all as a Predator movie. Um, which I I think they could have gotten away with. I I think my question is, you know, even if they had done that, how long is that movie out in the theater for before that starts getting spoiled for people? Uh, Oh, that Thursday Thursday night
1: launches.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That Thursday
3: night. Like, I think the only, like they would have to have an approach of literally having like a title card or a thing at the end of the movie that says do not tell people what this movie is about yeah so that they can experience it for themselves i i think if you didn't know that that was a predator movie and you're familiar with the series it takes that movie to like a level that I, I don't know that's a thing that's achieved very easily Um, but even knowing that it was a predator movie, um, like you said, I think in some ways it is the best predator movie out there. Um, and, and, and for some of those things, it needs the first one to exist for a couple of those things to really have the weight that they do. But yeah, I just, I, I, I didn't think that I was going to watch this movie with the level of admiration that i wound up watching it with you know just the way that they handled even things like um making references to um i'm gonna botch the year but i think it was like um was it like 1716 or something like that yeah um the fact that they could make reference to that comic book series and even though i get the feeling they were they were kind of changing the context of that reference um and i don't know if we want to expand on what what we're talking about there but um Um,
0: yeah it's a it's a double reference the gun in question 1718 okay yeah yeah. so the gun from predator 1718 um is not only a uh nod to the comic book but it's also a nod to predator 2 that's right Predator two with daddy glover uh-oh. At the end, he's he survives. Oh, y- yeah, Rob. I I I just remembered
2: the thing you're talking about because that Let me see if I actually remember it. If you don't mind, at the after he uh, deals with the predator, because I'm not going to try to pronounce their actual name because I don't want to disrespect them like that. Uh, <laughs> yeah,
0: we'll come to your house.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't I don't want that. But you uh, hear that.
0: You're going to hit that click at 4 a.m. Like, in the morning. They're like, oh, no. like, oh God damn it. I'm going to see
2: those three red dots. Actually, it would be kind of an honor to see those three red dots because <laughs> that would mean they think I'm dangerous. <laughs> so they're just going to be like, nope, shoot you from afar Get and move on. Anyway, Danny Glover wins the one-on-one combat that he, they, I'm sure they sure didn't think he was going to win. But don't they present him with that pistol afterwards?
0: Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's so it's, it's cool. a double knot. Uh, to the franchise, um, which is cool because I don't think Priority Two gets enough love in general. I,
2: I I agree that movie is actually underrated,
0: and um, it links to the broader path uh, that these stories can take. How they can still be kind of interlinking and move throughout history but still have an overarching narrative. So um,
3: I think think that acknowledgement is what excites me too, Adam, because I've read that they really want to continue this franchise and they want to find other like approaches for it. So not necessarily doing just a direct sequel to this. And you know, bringing back uh, Amber, Mid Thunder, and and just doing you know more of that story. I, I think they're better served to leave it where it is, and then maybe jump to you know if you want to jump to seventeen, eighteen, and do like a pirate themed Predator movie. Do it yeah. like do yeah, yeah. do something completely different that you know. Even though we we will know that it's a Predator movie. Um, it won't feel like a Predator movie until right. a certain point. I think if they can kind of find a way to continue to come up with inventive things there, that's that's their ticket to to really take this franchise where it never really was before. Like, I, I really like some of the sequels, but, you know, I, I just, I don't know. I think after a certain point, this, like, that, that, that Predator that came out and was it 2017 or 2018?
0: Yeah, the same I mean,
3: just, I mean, I, I was so excited to go see that movie and then, you know, just in the theater, just like, oh, man, okay. <laughs> oh, this is yeah. what we're doing, okay.
0: Yeah, I, I think if they'd gone with the actual third act they had in mind, it would have been better, but yeah, that's a whole other deal.
3: 2020.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: Vision. Um <laughs> after the fact.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, um
0: the stuff they do in this, like the the big fight in the field with uh you got you got this predator blipping in and out of fog, just fucking cloning Colon- <laughs> people up. I've been waiting to see that for so long. Just that framing of that character in that environment just whooping up on people that deserve it <laughs> using all the tricks using the lo-fi tech <laughs> they're, they're, uh, away from what we normally see a priority to use just beating the shit out of folks just mm-hmm. fantastic i i realized that a direct sequel to this would be actually heartbreaking in some regards because we know that that gun gets back in the possession of the Predator Clan. So that's not a story that...
3: I I think you've already achieved everything you can achieve with this, with this crew, like the story that you can tell everything from here is just massacring them. And like, do we really need to see that that, at the beginning of a movie to lead into another story? Like I hate Mm -hmm. it when they do that. Like just, just, we know we don't need to see it. Like we know what happened. Go somewhere else now. Like. And you
2: could still see not, not, not like the direct just destruction of the previous or current holders of the gun. Maybe it gets passed on. Maybe someone else steals it, yeah. but uh, anyway, you slice it. Maybe it finds its way, you know, I don't know, into the hands of a pirate crew.
0: <laughs> it makes the loop. Yes. Um.
3: I love that part in that big fight where um, the brother just screams out like cheater.
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: so good dude like so did y'all read about like the idea that um, that Billy uh, from Predator is like a reincarnation of the brother
1: yeah
3: what do y'all think about that
0: I mean, it's interesting but I wouldn't I would, I would just think- like I think it's just stay out there but not yeah. you know not just really get into it yeah, I do this- want to see uh, a, a descendant of uh, of these Native Americans talk to an older Detective Harrigan just give me 20 minutes of them talking to him about the gun and then he just says yeah I'm still waiting for those assholes and then, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
3: getting too old for this shit
2: <laughs> that'd be fantastic and the, as far as the Billy thing goes I think they can just you know that's the kind of thing that if I have any association with either of those movies I just let people conjecture about it and never yeah. say a goddamn word about it just like uh, you know if I was Ridley Scott I never would have said Deckard was a replicant <laughs> fucking <laughs> oh, <shoot>. sorry
0: <laughs>
3: uh, yeah. the only remember? good thing about that is that it did end up leading into a really good sequel this that's, is true. that's 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 the only the only good thing I could say. It came out of that, but yeah, I, no, I no. agree. I I did like I did read that Jesse Ventura and um, Bill Duke both like really loved this movie yeah. too.
2: Hell yeah! I should have stayed on topic and said uh, as John Carpenter has never told us who the thing is, even though he says he's the only one that knows. Which I actually. Don't have trouble believing. I I think that's probably the probably the case, and yeah. I hope it takes it to his grave. Not anytime soon, but just never tells the soul, never writes it down for someone else to fucking leak later for internet points.
3: <laughs> the thing twenty thirty five.
0: God damn it! Getting off topic. I don't care. I want a surprise thing sequel movie. But here's the deal. Of course, you don't know it's a thing, movie.
1: Yeah. It's
0: just in a neighborhood and weird shit's going on. And you go to somebody's house, and it's Kurt Russell. Sold me. <laughs> but is it Kurt Russell? Exactly.
2: dun dun, dun. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> While we're on this little aside, can I just say stop leaking, stop data mining, let yourselves be fucking surprised, you nerds quit it but fucking it up for everyone else
0: it's rough out there it's rough out there Um, any final thoughts uh, about Prey uh, before I think we got a little bit of tiny Halloween news tiny as in uh, earth shattering Halloween news Uh, then we'll we'll head on out of here
3: I'm a big fan of when dogs don't get killed in horror movies yes um and i've been in the market for a new dog for a little while um mine passed away last year um i really wanted one of those dogs after this movie and i loved it by the end where it was like yep he's good he ain't getting hurt
0: (laughs) yeah yeah you know the quality of a good film and how it treats the dog in it in this movie uh what a heroic dog (laughs) This movie. Fantastic dog. No, so, I um uh, uh that's pray. Yes, definitely check it yeah. out. Uh, wonderful film pick it up Let's on see. disc. Uh Best Buy has just announced they would not be carrying physical discs in 2024. Uh so fuck them. Uh <laughs> buy physical media.
2: God, that means I gotta go to Target or Walmart if Target I want to go Walmart, local um, to get physical shit. That's specialty
0: nice. shops out there, order from deep discount, uh the DVD. Uh, go to Blu-ray.com. They tell you all the news uh, coming. Uh, yeah, support physical media. It, it is very needed uh, in this day and age, especially now. Uh, we've seen what they can do uh, with digital stuff. So <clears throat> Just good. There's leaves. Halloween news, as in literal Halloween news. We mm-hmm. uh, broke last week that A24 was negotiating for the rights to Halloween franchise. Uh, Miramax, uh, said, uh, uh, they swooped up the rights. Um, and, uh, they're looking to develop a TV show and new movies. Um, as I said, in in the Twitter DMs, it's fortunate that they use the phrase cinematic universe, uh, because that lowers the bar instantly in my, (laughs) in my thought process, but Hey, that's the, uh, that's the world we live in. And, uh, you just have to ride it out and see what they latch onto next and destroy. But <laughs> <Same>. <laughs> it's confirmed. We're getting Michael Myers back somehow, some way. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, it's fiction. Halloween ends. is just a movie. So what if he got thrown into an industrial dusher? I don't, that, that don't mean nothing. They told you what it was. Evil always takes a different shape we get to see what shape the shape takes next. I think it's I think it's a good thing. Uh, it's good that he'll be around again. And there's there's always room to just play around. So I'm excited. Uh Excuse me. What do you guys think when when that news broke? Hell
2: yeah. Let's go. Just <laughs> <laughs> try to not put too not pay too much attention to the fact that they seem to be looking at the property like when they, when I hear cinematic universe now, I think, oh God, that means they're going to, what this probably means is that, all right, we've got the Halloween, like the center, the Halloween franchise, and they're just going to start throwing shit at the wall in terms of spin offs and whatnot just to try to expand that cinematic universe. Mm. And there's a real good chance it'll be not great. Let's, right. let's put it yeah. that way. Let's try to stay positive. Just say, not great, instead of yeah. other words.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, the fear is... Okay, so... They keep the Strode stuff. Uh, they just start pulling disparate stuff from these higher franchises. So the Strode stuff's in. The masks are in. Um, you don't know if Laurie Strode died in a car accident, or if she was Carrie Tate, or if she survived through 90s and 2000s and and, and had this encounter it's all it is the literal boogeyman of horror movie franchises where you don't know exactly what happened but the only thing that's for sure is that Michael Myers is real
1: mm-hmm.
0: um uh, I think that's the best route they can go uh, you can allude to. Okay, yeah. Did he get shot to bits and fall down a mine and was di- disappeared for a year? We don't know. He's around now. You know? Uh, there's a lot they can do. I-, I hope they... I hope they put as much care into it that they can.
2: We're going to get a spin-off featuring the man in black. <laughs>
0: Just the whole Thorn Cult spinoff. The
2: whole thing.
3: (laughs) I tell you, the spinoff you need is called Silver Shamrock. (laughs) (laughs) Yep.
0: (laughs) Yep. The Mask are coming back. Day Entertainment is going to be doing a Silver Shamrock reality show. (laughs) And you spend a night in the buyer's house with one of these three masks on before the jingle plays there it is that's it I feel like
2: (laughs) one of us has just spoken some kind of evil that we will all have to experience into the world but which one of us was it
0: that's the question this is what happens when I don't get my new Elm Street movie
3: (laughs) Is that the movie with Freddy Knife Hands?
0: Freddy Knife Hands. Oh my god,
2: <laughs> y'all done fucked up.
0: <laughs> One day I will tell you, and I keep threatening to do this. I would tell you how the 2010 reboot is actually part eight. <laughs>
2: that sounds like a whole episode all all on its own. Yep. Yep.
0: Yep. 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 <sighs> yes. So hey, new Halloween movie. New movies in general, um, it's been a good, been a good season, but a good season for horror movies. Yeah. And, we, and we have the big build-up to Halloween coming up, which means we have a big episode coming up next uh, because we are going to be doing a Halloween deep dive into the uh, uh, a big, underlooked event that took place couple of years ago that's right i'm talking about the fear street trilogy it was a big event on netflix back in 2021 uh we didn't talk about it because pandemic and things were uh, things were rough but hey the movies still exist and that means we can talk about them yeah so we're gonna be uh deep diving in fear street part one 1994 fear street part two 1974 and fear street 1666 uh yeah these movies these movies are a lot of fun so we will bring that fun to you for halloween uh until then please enjoy yourselves take care of yourselves uh the world is rough right now uh uh, take care of yourselves as best as you can. Educate yourselves on what's going around, what's going down. And uh, we'll be here for you, and we'll see you next time. So thanks for listening. Y'all stay safe.
3: Bye, everybody. It's almost time, kids. The clock is ticking. <laughs>
4: Welcome everyone to Comics School, the podcast that takes you on an exciting journey through the captivating world of comics and education. I'm your host, Mike Dando, an education researcher, teacher educator, and above all, lifelong comics nerd. Join me as we delve into the powerful intersection of popular culture, civic literacy, and classroom pedagogy. Here at Comic School, we believe that comics are so much more than just colorful pages and speech bubbles. They are a gateway to imagination, a source of inspiration, and a medium for deep and meaningful learning. In each episode, we'll be bringing you engaging discussions with a wide range of guests in various fields. Together, we'll explore everything from effective literacy teaching strategies to the visionary designs of Cities for Tomorrow. Whether you're a lifelong comics aficionado, an educator looking for innovative teaching strategies, or simply someone curious about the power of visual storytelling, we've got something special in store for you. Comic School brings you engaging discussions with an array of extraordinary guests. Comic School. Buy comics, folks, for everyone.